Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Well, Bruce Barnum, Portland State football coach, is going to join us. They will play at Autzen Stadium on Saturday against the Oregon Ducks. Barnum and his team, uh, I think he's got a good team this season. How does he approach this season, this non-conference schedule? How does he approach this game at Oregon? Big stage for the Vikings on Saturday as they'll be at Autzen Stadium, and Bruce Barnum is here to talk about it. How you doing, Coach? Hey, how you doing, John? Thanks for having us. Talk to Judah. How you got Judah up there in the back row, huh? Well, you know what? Judah said you dropped four F-bombs in the pre-interview. So the it question... wasn't live. It wasn't live. <laughs> I know what's live now. I've learned. We had Washington State's president on earlier, and if somebody oh, would have really? said, yeah, he dropped. He so going over there right there, now. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Bruce Barnum with us. Hey, i got to play something for you. Dan Lanning, Oregon coach, he talked about you. And, okay. uh, you know, this is what he... once. You met him once. You know, you know what you got to do? You got to tweet, keep my name out of your mouth. You ought to do that. But hold on. Here's, here's what Dan Lanning said about Bruce Barnum. Yeah, I've just got to uh, see him. We've, we've been at some, you know, these satellite camps that you do as coaches, you know, um, in the off season and uh, these mega camps that you go to. I've got to be around him a few times there. He's a really personable guy. And then obviously um, to be able to be in a place for nine years, you must be doing something right. And he's uh, done it for a long time. But just respect for a guy that's coaching in um, there at Portland State and how he's built his career. There he is. Had nice things All to right. say about you. Personally. I was, you know. Very, well, yeah, that sounds like a personable, you know, statement. I heard he fishes, so he can't be all that bad. <laughs> I like you that. Know? Hey, give me an idea. How do you approach this game? What do you, you know, what are you looking to get out of week one, game one? Well, um, <laughs> my SID dropped on my desk the other day. He tweeted, texted me. The something he's got all the stats, you know, and we have <laughs> we had a one percent chance, whatever this thing was. So I texted him back. I said, "You saying we have a shot?" <laughs> you know, you got to play the game, John. Um, uh, great experience, nothing to lose. You know, nobody in America expects us to win that game. Um, and, and you know you still got to play it. I want to go down and see who, who what I have. I think I have one of the fastest teams in FCS football. I'll say that, and that's what we recruited. And you, you watch them, and you do all this testing, and got a bunch of guys over twenty. Got guys at twenty-two miles an hour. I don't know how they do it, but that's what they say. But you know the problem is, I think I'm going against one of the fastest teams in FBS. So yeah. that's a minor issue. Um. Uh, you got a plan for it, you know. You always you, you, you want to script for success, and they have some they have some great guys. You know, I look more on defense. We don't even have to go to uh, the mighty Bow next yet, but and what those receivers they have on offense. But they've, they've got talent all across the board. It's not one guy. You know, I usually play people. Uh, they have one guy that you have to stop and take care of, or two. You know, up front, or they'll take you out of your game. Um, they've got a, uh, two deep of them, you know. They have a defensive end that looks like he's already in the NFL Hall of Fame. And 
But, you know, like I said, uh, the way to nullify that is play fast, you know, because I don't care who you are, you get tired. Um, but then if you're not getting first downs, you're not on the field very long. So you're looking at everything, you know. What are we going to do? I'm going to go in there, uh, make sure my team doesn't lose that game before we get there, and we're going to play our uh, we're going to play our asses off, John. You know, win or lose, uh, we're going to you'll see some effort from the mighty bikes. Now we got some good things going. You know, I don't know if you'll see it all at Oregon, just because they have the speed to nullify mm-hmm. a lot of football teams. You know, but the bonus is you get into the next week. We go to Wyoming. Um, I guarantee you, uh, just by looking at the the tape, that they're not as fast as Oregon. So the game's going to slow down each week we play, uh, and that makes it easier for your football team. So uh, I want to make sure we take that out of it. I want to make sure, you know, we go then. We're supposed to lose by 70, so, you know, ready, go. You went. You went on the road to Washington State once upon a time. You beat a Mike Leach team. Shocked. One point seven chance in that one, I think, or one point three, one point six nine. I can't remember what the odds were now. All right. See, so you, win, you win that game. Did you have a sense before that game that your team could stay on the field with Washington State, or does that unfold as the game is going and you go, we got some things we can do here? Well, I had a quarterback and a safety that year that I thought were special. You know, um, we won the special teams battle, I think. We gave them long fields. Um, that kept them on the field a long time, um, you know, because he's a chip-away guy because we played back. We, I think we were the first to play the old drop eight, drop nine against him um, that everybody ended up doing after that. But gave them long fields, and then they coughed up a punt, you know, and all of a sudden we went, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden we're up. But uh, things have to happen, you know. Um, do I think I can – I mean, you always look at this game, I'll be saying, okay, we're not. We're supposed to lose by 70, but there's, so, there's more to college football now too. And, again, I don't know if it's going to work with the Ducks, but I watched all the zero-week games, John, and they have a new rule. The, the clock's not stopping now after first mm-hmm. downs. The games are shorter. I think it's going to be 10 plays less each team. That's 20 plays. Can you make it more than that? You know, mm-hmm. if you get up, if you get up now, can a four-minute offense start with 11 minutes to go? You know, I watched the San Diego State. Oh, I watched them all. But then I looked at the statistics, and that's going to affect the game this year. You know, it's all on TV and the money they want to shorten the games but that's something that's out there can i use that against oregon you know i hope so but odds are that's going to be something that uh, i'm already looking at for later later in the season you know but that's interesting that you noted that you know it's taking 20 plays away from the game you know chip kelly once upon a time said hey i want to play fast because i think i have better players i want more plays that's more opportunities so do you think like in the long haul as we look back at the season we may see games being closer in general like will that tighten up some games in your mind i think that well it depends on your offense on who you're going against but i think it could because like i said if you're up by two scores you get the football back. If you matriculate that ball down, right, the field, getting first down, converting on third down, 
you could have a drive that just destroys the clock and doesn't give them a chance, you know. And then if you score on it, go up by three, the game's over uh, because of that clock rule. So, I mean, it's just another piece to look at, you know, as you enter a game and put together the your plan, you know. But if you can run the football, um, that's something that I'm hoping to take advantage of. Bruce Barnum, Portland State coach with us. This this non-conference schedule, obviously you're making money on, on these games that you play against schools like Oregon. Uh, do you have concerns about what happens down the road as schools, you know, the Pac-12 dissolves and goes in a different direction? Does that make it harder, easier for you to find games? Does it raise the amount of money you can get for payday games? What do you think is going to happen to the market? Well, uh, here's what I'm looking at. I'm trying to take advantage of that, John, because I'm already getting calls. You need to talk. You know who would be a great interview for you? I don't know how much information he'd give you. There's a guy that does 90, you probably already know him, 98% of scheduling for every Division One football team. Um, what I'm looking, I've already had a game switched next year because I've been told that team is not going to be able to play me. So I switched them out. What I'm looking at, because my problem is I, I want to play FCS teams, not FBS. Now, if you're going to another conference and you're not going to play me, follow me here, you still have to pay out my contract because you chose not to play me. Mm-hmm. So pay me that money. I'm going to replace you with an FCS team. Does that make sense? So I'm, yeah. I'm still getting the money. and I'm, You're getting the money. You don't have to play. And, and now I'm going to play instead of seven or eight FCS teams, I'm going to play 10 or 11. When seven of those, you have a shot at the playoffs. So it, it, it would change the world around here immensely. I've already changed next year's schedule, not this year's. I've already Next year, I have 10 FCS games. Hmm. Um, that hasn't been done here. I've never had that. But I think I'm going to have a, you know, I know I'm going to have a senior quarterback. I'm not losing much next year. Uh, that's my plan to get Portland State back to the playoffs. But, you know, this year it didn't affect me. That's one thing I'm looking at. What's going to happen? Because I'm scheduled right now out through 29, I think. You know? So, okay, you're in another conference. They say you have a game that that day, you know, a conference game. What are you going to do? Well, you're going to pay me the money, and I'm going to go, you know, schedule somebody my level. So th- that could be a bonus here. Your quarterback, Dante Sachere, is um, you know back this year. What do you need out of him? Stay healthy. Uh, I think I told you this summer. I put on 20 pounds. He put on 20 pounds. Um, he was 176 last year. I think he's he's over 200 now. He, he wasn't durable. He was healthy one game last year, and it was the easiest game of the year for us. You know, he offense rolled, um, uh, but keep him healthy because, um, you know, we're going to kind of go out. He goes, he's very dynamic. He's faster than my conference. Um, and so we run that, you know, the read option and the RPOs with him. And when he gets rolling, he's fun to watch. And this year the game has slowed down for him. It's his second year being the starter. Uh, you saw it in camp, you know, day one, practice one. He just has more of a handle of everything. So 
Um, I'm excited to watch them, but I just got to keep them out there. I bought, I put weight on them, you know, and they've got Kevlar to cover everything now. Now they have Kevlar. You don't just have the flak jacket. <laughs> yeah. You have something that goes down from the flak jacket, like from the middle down your sternum to your belly button. I mean, I'll, I'll cover them up, you know, and uh, throw them out there and see what happens. You're getting this game against Oregon, and I know there have been other years where you played teams like Washington and you know, you told me after you played Washington, you said, "Hey, that team is really good. They could they could end up conference champions. They're as good as anybody." And you know, your logic proved true. You get a sense you, because now you've seen Pac-12 teams over the years, kind of where the level of play is in the conference. I would love to know after you play Oregon if you see them as a contender. Do they have that kind of contender feel to them, or are they just sort of really good? Uh, I, yeah, I think you can. I think yes. I probably have the the what's it called the wiz not the wisdom the experience to say something like that. Just uh, I have seen them. I haven't I've been on the other sideline, but you watch them. You watch their tape. You see the other games. Gotta watch all the other ones, even if I don't play them on the DVRs. You know, uh, that's my Netflix. I'll zip through those um, uh, just to get a feel for what's out there. You know, last year somebody asked me. We're talking about Penix, you know, the Washington yeah. kid versus Bo Nix, yeah. you know, because I played Penix last year, and his accuracy and his arm strength was different, but he's a different guy. I think Bo Bo's Nix is faster than him, honestly. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've been watching the other side of the ball, more defense, but I've seen some of him in the spring game, et cetera. And don't get me wrong, he's got a bunch of tools uh, to get the ball to, but uh, he's, you know, um, so they not, they know how good he is. But he's savvy. I don't know where he came from, but that kid's he seems like a smart football kid. Yeah, he's seen some um, football, too. He's played in some big environments. Uh, from your yeah. team standpoint, you've had seasons that get derailed in these payday games where you play an opponent and you get guys hurt. How do you manage that, or can you even afford to think about that or – what do you you know? As you approach a game, you you can't go in there saying, "Hey, don't get hurt, guys," because nobody can play that way. No, um, I've got a plan for that, John. If you know, if the game goes awry, um, I'm not. Go, you're not in the fourth quarter. You're not going to see me trying to catch up if you're down mm-hmm. five. If we're down three five scores against right. Oregon. Um, everybody's going to be happy on that those buses that are going down in the morning uh, with some uh, nice breakfast burritos and uh, uh, you know what I do with my orange juice? I put it in the freezer for them for like an hour and hour and maybe thirty six and a half minutes, so it turns into a slushy. You know, that's kind of a hey, yeah. this is good. But they're all going to play if the game is out of hand. I'm not going to. Because uh, last year at Washington, I had seven guys go down in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, really? And then we go to Montana the next week, and I'm like, come on. So we have to be smart there, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, that game's close in the fourth quarter. My sideline's going to be, you know, I say this every FBS game. My sideline's going to be pretty loose. I think the spring trialis major might set in on the other one, if it's close in the fourth. I... um. I asked Dan Lanning what his first play is going to be. He said, what do you flea, say? flea flicker, double reverse. <laughs> well, I'll tell Dan this. If we get on the minus, because I need this one. 
if we get on the minus one or or closer, like the minus half yard line, I'm going to throw flea flicker because the one thing I don't have in my career yet is a 99 and a half yard touchdown pass. <laughs> it's got to be inside the one though. We have yeah. a I got a, I had a 97 and a half because we got. Uh, like a, a penalty, or we gained a yard and it ruined it. I want that ninety-nine and a half yard pass, you know. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you so got you to lose at that, that point? All right. I won't tell him exactly. anything. Exactly. You, you know, this well, is state care. state secret over here. Um, you know? <laughs> yeah. You and your hundred thousand <laughs> <Yeah>. listeners, for <laughs> Christ's well, sake. Well, uh, hey, listen. I I we're gonna visit with you every Tuesday at this time. And go give them hell at Oregon. Let's see what your team has to do. I'd love to see, uh, you know, you guys have some big moments and something to build on and obviously go into week two with some confidence. So, um, you know, go, go give them hell. All right. Thanks, John. Thanks for having us. All right. Bruce Barnum. There he goes. There he goes. Portland State football coach. I got three profanities in there. Did you catch three? I got three. Three? I had, I got, I had two. Uh, you, got a, you got one in late. You missed the late one. It's okay. It's okay. You know, maybe I maybe I misheard him. We should do an over under instead of will he cuss? Well, it was he did it so early too. That was I. Yeah. Didn't, I thought it'd be later, but he got it in real. No, quick. he got he, he got a late one in too. <laughs> he got a late one in. He got it in so quick, and he said, "Yeah, I, I know what you can. I can't say live now." And then he did it. Yeah. Then he did it. Then he just you know I think he just I think at that point he's just flexing. But I love how Dan Landing Dan Landing is asked about Barnum. And he says he's real personable. See, if I'm Barnum, I take offense at that. What do you mean I'm personable? He didn't say he was smart. Didn't say he was a great coach. Said he was personable. Oh, he's a funny guy. What am I, a clown? Like, you do, you go into the whole Joe Pesci thing. You know, I'm here to amuse you. Like, if you're Bruce Barnum, you could play off that. But, you know, don't, I don't want to fan the flames, so to speak. Dan Lanning, Oregon Ducks coach. Jonathan Smith, Oregon State coach. Bruce Barnum, Portland State coach. We got three pretty fun coaches to interview on this show. We'll have Barnum all season, we'll have Landing all season, and we'll have Jonathan Smith all season. Smith will be joining us tomorrow on the program in the 5 o'clock hour. Leave it here. Back to the bald-faced truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Super excited to see the college football action of week one. Oregon will be home against Portland State. Um, you know, look, obviously we want everybody to stay healthy. We want both those teams to go off into their season with health. But I, I just want to see Bo Nix in that offense get loose a little bit with Troy Franklin and Chris Hudson and some of the wide receivers at Oregon and um, see the ball in the air a little bit. And uh, Dante Sachere, the quarterback at portland state want to see him run around and make some plays as well bruce barnum says he thinks he's got the fastest team in his division of football i think that's interesting fastest team in his division so keep an eye on busted coverage missed tackles both ways should be big plays in that game should be a a number of big plays san jose state gave it to usc a little bit in the week zero game it's a mismatch of talent but san jose state had some guys and I think Portland State's got some guys as well. I don't know if Portland State's uh, athleticism and speed will factor against a team that can really run 
in the upper level of college football, but uh, we're going to see some of that. Keep an eye. I, I kind of think Bruce Barnum was signaling to us, without signaling to us, that the Week 2 game against Wyoming could be a little bit interesting. Uh, did you pick that up, Stephen? Is, is he started to talk about Wyoming. I, I kind of think he was saying without saying that Portland State might have a shot at Wyoming. Yeah, it sounded to me like he was saying they're as fast as Wyoming is. And then he yes. also said the fact that if they're down by three to five scores against Oregon, he's going to pull pull the guys. And I think that maybe you have to go with, you know what, we got a shot against Wyoming the next week. Let's not get these guys hurt like we did a season ago against Washington. I'm, I'm with you. I, he seemed very confident in his team, especially in that week two game against Wyoming. I keep an eye on that. Uh, obviously, you know, the Portland State season – should be interesting. Five new head coaches in the Big Sky Conference, Bruce Barnum being one of the uh, holdovers. So we'll keep an eye on them. They'll be playing all season out in Hillsboro at Hillsboro Stadium. Uh, obviously, uh, I am uh, grateful for the Portland State players who volunteered all summer at Camp Exceptional and uh, you know gave their time, effort, and energy and, and uh, really put a lot into that camp. They do it every year. Among them, the quarterback, Dante Sachere, he was out at the camp and... He was, uh, Isaiah Henry, linebacker, was out there all week as well, starting linebacker who's a big-time player for Portland State. So keep an eye on those guys this season. I know they've got some kids in the community that are rooting for them. I hope the families get out and get to see Portland State play some games. And and if you want to see a college football game, you don't feel like driving to Eugene or Corvallis or paying uh, you know prices and investing that kind of uh, disposable income and time uh, on I-5 driving to games, uh, Hillsboro's not a bad alternative. Go out and see some games, see some college football, and support Portland State this season. We're going to have Bruce Barnum on the show all season long. I always like to give Portland State some airtime. They get ignored. They get they get ignored by the local paper. They get ignored by others. You know, some TV stations do all right, all right in covering them. Nick Krupke uh, over uh, at his station does a good job, and Orlando Sanchez does a good job, and Joe Becker. But I think Portland State gets a raw deal. For, for what they are and for the amount of alumni that they have and for the place that they should have in our state in this mercurial thing that we call college athletics, hell, give Portland State a little bit of your time, effort, and energy because they're giving it back to you and uh, pouring into kids in the community and and uh, supposedly we'll have a very fast football team out there. Uh, Bruce Barnum, the ever-personable Bruce Barnum, that interview is available if you want to grab a podcast of it. Also, uh, my interview with Kirk Schultz, the Washington State president, is available wherever you get a podcast of this radio show. Tomorrow, Jonathan Smith, Oregon State. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth radio show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth radio show. Thanks for listening.